Hey, Biggs. Hey, Enzo. Question. Have you ever eaten a bad pizza? And what I mean by bad pizza is a pizza that you could not finish the slice. Yes. Okay, I wasn't because expecting was that burned. answer. Listen, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, if the pizza had made been made correct, why do you got to complicate things? If it had been made correctly, would you have finished the piece? Yes. Other than that piece, damn it, have you ever had a piece of pizza that was just not good enough to finish the slice? No. So what you're saying is the piece of pizza is a lot like quit the build. There's not a bad thing about them. They're just... It's really good. <laughs> Quit the building, the amazing podcast network to bring you things like One Minute, One Decision and the WDQ Podcast. They have a podcast of their own called the Quit the Build Podcast. Go check them out, quitthebuild.com. They also have a Facebook page, so go there and leave them a comment. Check out their merchandise store. And for once, I got through this without stuttering. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of myself, and they should be too. So, uh, you know, throw some sponsors our way or something. Bye, guys. Hey, just real quick, this is episode 22 of the Double DQ Podcast. Wanted to let you guys know this is not going to be a super long podcast. Um, for the reasons of not much has happened. I mean, it has been a bit since uh, Forbidden Door. We haven't had a podcast talking about that since then. Uh, also, Hell in a Cell. But honest to goodness, like, I think I think Forbidden Door is enough in the past now that we should focus on what happened at Hell in a Cell. Uh I guess where do we start? Um, what do you think about? <laughs> we, I, it, we, so many things happened. Honest <laughs> to God, so many things happened, but not the things that typically you would think happened. For instance, Shotzi, who was a participant in the Money in the Bank Women's Ladder match, got ridiculed so bad for the botches in the match that she deleted Twitter and is going on record on Instagram to say that it's it exemplified her. Exemplified? That's not the word. It's um. It's it's caused her, her her current mental health issues that she's experiencing due to life and anxiety and things of that nature to mm. to be pushed along to a degree that she just couldn't handle it, which obviously mental health being super important. I got to say that everybody criticizing her for her performance and being as mean and being the keyboard warriors that they tend to be. Obviously, they couldn't do what she does. They can't do like she messed up a couple spots. OK, but can you imagine if the average person was doing it? It just makes me mad that people feel that they have the right to go on a social media platform and berate someone so bad that they feel like they have to be reclusive about it. Yeah, I mean, that is very unfortunate. I know a lot of people are going to think, hey, it comes with the territory. And I do get that. Um, it's just you have to remember that they are people, too. Um, I have a few friends, I have a, a friend in the NBA, and I have a couple of friends in the NFL, and they all tell me they don't look at any media whatsoever, period. Um, they don't they don't have counselors, but they have advisors that work with all the, the players as they come into the league. And one of the things they tell them is, you know, don't look at the media. 
because they don't know what they're talking about. And sometimes they also are paid to make things dramatic. You know, if it's a boring day, they'll pick something, dig into it and get everyone that watches them to dig into it too. So it's, it's really unfortunate because I like Shotzi. I think that, I think that sometimes in spotlights like that, one of two things happens. You, you know, you Cody Rhodes it and you go above and beyond and things just, things just get, you know, it's like, it's like a wow moment. And then sometimes the lights get to you and it's not your night and it's an off night and everybody has one. Don't tell me that everybody else here has been perfect at the office or perfect in everything they've ever done. You know, like you're going to have off nights. The, the unfortunate part for Shotzi is that off night was in front of 12, 13, 14,000 people and broadcast on a premium live event. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and there's another thing. Um, wrestlers have had bad matches forever. A lot of times one botch can cause um, a bit of anxiety or even an injury that can make someone a bit physically unstable, which will lead to other um, botches. Yeah. But this is a, a, a heck of a time you know, for pro wrestling where not only can your botch be replayed immediately um, and it's so available to everyone, but now they have a way to talk to you. That never existed, you know, before this modern era. Um, you could have all, you, you could completely mess up a match. And I saw a lot of them in the 80s, early 90s. And, you know, we would talk about it, you know, you or you know, we weren't smarks, so maybe we didn't look at every botch like, ooh, look at that, because we weren't seeing how the sausage is made so much. We'd have to wait for a, an uh, uh, issue of PWI magazine to come out and see reporting on it. We didn't have a way to reach out to the wrestler and say, hey, we hate you. You know, yeah. that, that's something that exists today that didn't exist before. There's a whole lot more pressure. Can you imagine being the person who, you, you know, you know, when uh, they, they, they run social media quotes and stuff over like UFC events where they're like such and such said, you know, John Jones is this, that and the other, the best athlete of our time and blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine the BS that the person who's in charge of that has to sift through? <laughs> it's a cesspool. It's an absolute cesspool. <laughs> Man, you said that with such passion. Twitter is Twitter is Twitter is just a, a social media hemorrhoid. It's so terrible. Like it, it it's 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 garbage. I mean, we certain people in certain positions have to use it for you know uh, publicizing themselves and getting out there. Heck, you know, I use it for certain things. When I post this podcast, I post it on Twitter. I literally do the equivalent of like someone who doesn't want to swim and they complain that the water is too cold and they dip their pinky finger in and go, eh, and they get away. Like that's what I do with Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Hey, I mean, I, I'd believe it. I think there are lower levels, you know, there's like call of duty lobby. I don't think it gets worse than that, but then Twitter is, it's pretty bad. And so many experts, so many people have never accomplished anything will tell someone that's accomplished a lot that they suck. <laughs> I always found that interesting. 
but hey, you know, it's 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 part of it. I mean, there's been wrestlers that have gotten themselves over because of social media. So in WWE, that'll get you fired. But sure. <laughs> hey, bounce subjects real quick. What do you think about uh, Liv Morgan? I want to say it's it's very they got to stop doing this. Like, obviously, Liv, Liv Morgan winning money in the bank. A great choice. I really thought it was going to be Becky Lynch because the storyline they were telling. Mm-hmm. Gonna come out of her bad luck situation. But I love that Liv Morgan won. Um, they got to stop doing the 100% always winning cash in of the same night with the women's money in the bank. It always ends up being this. It's It's kind of stopped. But I'm glad she won. But what do you think? about it and how long do you think she'll hold on to it what do you think they're going to do with this because you know she's facing ronda at SummerSlam. well as you know i'm never good at predicting this stuff and ronda man i don't know i don't think i don't think she's going to be the long-term solution here um so um i'm thinking they're going to ride with Liv morgan a while till they figure something out i think so (laughs) I think so. I think I think that 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 if you judge it on the crowd's reaction, yeah, I think that they're going to stick with Liv Morgan for a little bit. I don't really know. It's like I hope this isn't one of those situations to where just it's, it always seems like heel champions are better for whatever reason. Heel champions seem to be better because the the, the chase is always better for the baby face, and then they get it. It seems to be more prevalent in AEW than WWE because I think when it, when and if Cody Rhodes wins the championship when he comes back, I think that that will be a good baby face reign because of the quality and caliber athlete that Cody Rhodes is. Uh, I think Liv Morgan's capable of it, but i I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't just go. Oh, you won the championship. Now we don't know what to do with you and. Give her a good feud. Give her a good get, like. Let her win those feuds. Let her win against Bailey when she comes back. Let her win against shoot. I don't know if Sasha Banks ever comes back. You know, we'll see. But like, let her have those moments. Build her up. Don't just make her a one night star. Who who else is a good example of a one night star? Uh, when when he one was Zack Ryder. When he was Zack Ryder. Uh, you know when he won the Intercontinental Championship in the ladder match at WrestleMania and then lost it to the Miz the night after. Don't do that to people. Let them be stars. Just look, look at what he is now. You know, Matt Cardona, look at what he is now. Holy shit. The, the guy is incredible. Like, you could have had that in your company, but you didn't. Those are the transitional champions. What, transitional? That was a that was a take a nap and it's over champion. <laughs> oh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I remember. Do you remember the, the mystery title changes where they would just tell you on TV that Someone lost the belt somewhere. I actually think, I believe that's how the Intercontinental title came to be. They made up some mysterious tournament in Puerto Rico and gave Pat Patterson a belt. I could be wrong, but I believe that's how it, how it was created. I don't know. I'm not in a Googling mood right now. So what I'm going to tell you guys as the listener, you could be the first. For God's sakes, you could be the first. A double DQ podcast at gmail.com. Write in and let us know. What about this or about anything? Let's know about pizza. I don't care. I'm just trying to promote the dang on email. <laughs> no one has emailed yet, and it, and it breaks my heart. And uh, you know, you guys, you guys hurt me more than you realize. <laughs> Tell us about pizza. I like that. That was interesting. <laughs> I mean, it goes with what we said in the beginning of the podcast. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we, we got 
We got uh, oh god, oh dynamite's tonight. Obviously, it's in like when we record this, we record right before dynamite. Dynamite's on in less than thirty minutes. Um, I'm gonna run through the card real quick. Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, uh, appear live. Don't know what's gonna happen there, but it appears that Luchasaurus has shifted to the dark side, so to speak. He has a black mm-hmm. mask, black trunks, so that's interesting. I don't know where this is going. Usually, people were thinking that this he was hasn't jumped go. Jungle Boy yet, so. Well, Jungle Boy's out on an injury, so we're waiting on to see what happens there. So he can come back and get jumped. I don't know. This is the opposite of what we thought would happen, but the injury threw a little bit of a curve in it. We thought like you would have to go through Luchasaurus to get to Jungle Boy, you know, kind of like the whole MJF, go through Wardlow, this, that, and the other thing from the past. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. As of right now, I like the direction. I like that he's heel. I like he has new pyro and new intro. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, do something with Luchasaurus. Take the mask off, though. I think he has a cool enough look that we could. No, we could take the mask off. Yeah, yeah. Take the ma- his name is Luchasaurus. There's nothing just, more lucha than a mask. We, we can, <laughs> we'll just call him Sursaurus. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Come on, you can't take his mask. You could. Come on, man. The mask is that was really the only reason I paid attention to him in the first place. (laughs) And then it was like, oh yeah, this dude's pretty tough. I'm gonna take his mask. Mm -hmm. Got the butcher and the blade taking on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. That's gonna be a fun match. I don't know what the stakes are there. I don't think there are any. Oh, you know what? No, forget that. The stakes are this is the further separation of the breakup between Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. That's that's what this is. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, this is what this is. Uh, I think that. How does this end? I think I think Keith Lee gets. Nah, I think Swerve gets pinned. I think Swerve has to get pinned. I don't think you're you're pinning Keith Lee yet, especially since Swerve's taken a, some losses in the past. I think it's it's fine. All right, what's next? We got Thunder Rosa. Oh no, sorry, it's Thunder Rosa and uh, Tony Storm. They've called them Thunderstorm. Uh, taking on Nyla Rose and Marina. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. Uh, th- <laughs> Thunderstorm wins. I I don't want to call them that. It's too easy. That's. I think that's that's where that's going to go. Here's something I cool. Uh, in a no DQ match, we got Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow for the That'd TNT cool. Championship. I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, I want to give a quick prediction on it, and then people can listen to it tomorrow and see how wrong we were. Wardlow, <laughs> even though it's no DQ and all the uh, American top team guys. Oh, so they're going to do the lazy booking. This is our attempt to give him a push without actually pushing him over anybody. I don't know. Maybe I mean, power bombs possible. Junior Dos Santos and and then he goes over and, t- and pins, you know, Scorpio uh, Scott power bombs him. He's going to be injured. Maybe. Let me not say that. Well, let's not hope. Let's let's, no, let's it's, you know, his shoulder just popped out what a month ago. <laughs> I think that Wardlow wins this. I think it's going to be a good pop. I think they open the show with this match because they are closing the show. I am would imagine with an interim AEW interim world championship match: John Moxley versus Brody King. Brody King. I don't know if you saw that dual battle royal they did on Rampage last week, but that was freaking cool. Where they had half the contenders in one ring and half the contenders in the other ring, and it was a battle royal until there was one person left in each ring, and then they combined in a ring, and then they did you know the next one over the top rope 
or the last one left one. And I don't know if you saw it or not, but the way Brody King eliminated Darby Allen, he they were both on the apron on the outside and Brody King had uh, uh, Darby in a sleeper hold and literally took him over the floor, draped him like he was being hung and then just let his <laughs> lifeless body go. That's that was cool. <laughs> you talking about the war game, the, the, the war games. Well, the blood and guts style arena. Yeah. yeah the AEW. war games. That, that's a dusty roads invention. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. The old timers came up. He he had some misses too. Remember, he had the the electric chair match. Oh, let's, <laughs> so let's he's not had think some about misses, that. but you know you can't can't win them all. Yep. Vince Russo had the re, with the reverse battle royal. Yeah, that was an impact, wasn't it? Yes, that TNA? was terrible. Yeah, jeez, that is terrible. That's one of the reasons why it's impact now. <laughs> I think they just did a reverse battle royal recently. Oh, oh gosh. Well, you know, not everybody learns the first time around. So I think obviously John Moxley wins and retains. Yeah. The, he's a ratings guy. He's a ratings draw. Speaking of which, speaking of things that I don't know if this is necessarily ratings, but Claudia Castagnoli, is that how you say it? I can't ever say his last name, Castagnoli. That sounds Cast right. Castan, Cast say it. Now, see, I knew it, and now that you've said that, now I have to actually see his name. Castanoli, right? Hold on, because I, I knew it until you said that. Castagnoli. Yeah. Castagnoli. I, yeah, I said it. I okay. said it the best I could. Um, <laughs> I'm not used to it yet, because obviously Cesaro is, what, is way easier. But Claudia, how about that? That was awesome. Claudio. <laughs> Claudio. Not yeah, right. Um, Claudio, uh, that 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 was an awesome debut. What a pop for him at Forbidden Door, going over on on Zack Saber Jr., which I did not see happening. I mean, honestly, I don't know how they were going to get out of that, but like now, the best technical wrestler versus Daniel or Brian Danielson, like that loses a little bit of its appeal. I I mean. Well, no, he just lost to the Swiss Superman. It's okay. Yeah, I guess because he didn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was a good match. I loved it, it for what it was. Squash. It wasn't a squash. But then yeah. seeing him in Blood and Guts, holy crap, I love that match so much. I feel bad that Santana got injured quite literally two seconds into the match. Um, but then was, I was also. It was more than two. It was pretty close to two. <laughs> it was pretty close to two. It was the first move. Yeah, that sucked though. What was the move that he that he uh, a uranagi? I think is what he tried to do, and then his his leg buckled. They're thinking ACL. So I hope not. Well, the the thing is, is he's been taking a lot of independent bookings, and from what I understand, him and San, him and Ortiz are not getting along, and they're not a tag team anymore. Which would, you know makes sense i guess like that he's he's counting the days so his contract is over uh which is a shame but you know i always thought of ortiz being the more charismatic of the two anyway so we'll see what happens ortiz is more charismatic but i'm gonna be honest with you, i did like watching um santana a bit more but they were a good tag team yeah because i mean i I, now that you mentioned, I, I I believe I read that he had toured as an MCL. No, no, that was before, right? He toured uh, as MCL no, before. I have no idea. While he was in Impact, but um, yeah, hopefully, you know, 
I, I just, you hate to hear that. But nowadays, you know, medicine has come a long way. So you can come back, back to normal even better than before. Adrian Peterson, every time he tore something, he came back better in the NFL. <laughs> so you yep. never know. But um, I'm a big Santana fan, and I think he's a great worker. I think he's – I think it, it's – I think it's – Good to see change, as far as as what 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 someone's single career could could like morph into with Ortiz and obviously Santana. I haven't seen any of his single bookings, uh, but I, I mean, good luck to them both. But obviously, there was a lot of uh, animosity between them, and they weren't together very much in the backstage anymore, so on and so forth. Which is another reason why Ortiz had been hanging out with. Uh, Eddie Kingston more and more in real life in the back and on camera as well. I just, I I will say this. I hope that the injury isn't bad, but as far as the match is concerned, I genuinely hope that we're done now with uh, the Blackpool combat club versus the Jericho appreciation society. I could use a little bit less Jericho right now. (laughs) Every time I hear that, it makes me laugh. It is the Jericho appreciation society. You know they're the best sports entertainers, like they're the best. Uh, man, it's it's, it's but I can use a little less Jericho right now, just because a big feud blow off. They lost, let him go away for a bit, and now you, they've planted the seed of Claudia versus uh, Eddie Kingston because they don't get along at all. Um, and then then the fact that the, the, the it was a, a double submission up top. And Jericho's not that he didn't give like enough time didn't pass that Kingston couldn't get Jericho to submit first. He seemed slightly pissed off, slightly upset at Claudio about that. So uh, they started to have words. They started to have words. And then they were like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I think that that is just planting the seed for for because they they have a history of a feud. So I would very much so like to see where they take that. Well, I think it'll be it'll definitely be interesting, but um. You gotta remember though, Jericho is a wizard. I just need Jericho to stop. <laughs> just, like <laughs> he'll he'll just. I, don't know. I just need to stop just, for a little, just, a little bit, just a little like, bit. Because I'm, I'm a wizard, <laughs> and they and they just go with it. <laughs> I mean, it shows what he what he's capable of. He can turn. What's the what's the what's the phrase Lesnar used? It. I mean, uh, when people are popular, chicken. they can almost do anything. And chicken shiitake into chicken salad, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just, so. I'm a wizard. <laughs> oh, I love that made me Jim Cornette so mad. <laughs> Quick update on Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley uh, seems to be dealing with a concussion after she kneed herself in the face. She had a little bit of dental stuff done and then uh, ended up with a concussion. So that's why she's been out of action for a little while. Hopefully she gets better. Concussions are no joke. Sometimes you'll be out for two weeks. Sometimes you'll be out for two years. So let's hope that that uh, goes swimmingly. Yeah, um, that, that was brutal. That looks, that was terrible. That was a, that was just a freak accident. That, that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, he was just wrong place, wrong time. Um, we got a possible return for edge. There was a vignette that was shown on raw and at the pay-per-view on uh, hell in a cell. It was a creepy Bray Wyatt looking thing 
and um but all of the all of the clues in it were they had jeff hardy's armband they had a latino heat uh license plate they had just every every main big feud that edges had there were there were clues to that so people getting all up in arms but oh bray wyatt bray wyatt first off bray wyatt's not coming back to wwe because not only did he file a trademark for for wyatt six he filed it with AEW's trademark personnel. <laughs> so, I mean, unless that is wrong, that could be wrong, but that's what I had heard that he did it through the person who handles AEW's trademarks. But you'd never know. You never know. That is correct. You never know. Watch. You why is SmackDown this Friday, Bray Wyatt's coming back. You watch because yeah. I said that. Vince is like, we need them to talk about something else under any circumstances. What do you want? Six million, ten million? It's yours. But you're still gonna lose every feud. <laughs> I'd take it. I tell but- you what, man, I will say it was it took a long time. It had been a really long time since I saw a vignette that actually got me excited. And when I saw the Wyatt family, when they first came, I'm like, yo, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Creepy backwoods. Like, this is this is cool. And, um, of course, you know, immediately I was thinking Waylon Mercy. But they I was just about to say Waylon Mercy. I mean, that's where he got it from. He asked yeah. him for permission if he mind if he if he minded that he he borrowed that gig, that gimmick. And um, uh, Danny Spivey, who is Waylon Mercy, he was like, yeah, you know, go ahead. And. A lot of stuff that they do in WWE, I mean, they sound corny when you describe them now, but if they had done them right, it might have gone a bit. You remember Al Snow's first gimmick when he came, not when he was a jobber, but when he first came and they gave him the character of Avatar? Oh they my never gosh. explained the point of that. So the point of it was supposed to be kind of like a, a superhero thing. Now, again, when I explain it to you like this, it's going to sound corny, but stuff was corny back then. But it was supposed to be he was it's just not norm- corny now. Well, yes, but I mean, like a lot of stuff they did was corny, so it have it would have fit in. You know, they had Max Moon. They didn't explain it, but um, it was supposed to be he was this regular guy. But when he put this mask on, he was a fantastic wrestler. Look at and Nikki Ash, was- like What's almost that? a superhero. Nikki Ash, like they're still doing that crap. That still happens. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I mean, like. So now when you see this stuff, it's like, okay, that's just meant to be stupid. But back then, a lot of stupid stuff was taken serious. And that was the idea presented to him. But they didn't explain it. They just have him come in and wrestle. Then at the end of the match, he takes the mask off and he walks different. And it's like that. No one even noticed that. I didn't notice it till I watched a shoot interview. He explained it. Then I went back and watched it. Oh, okay. So when he puts the mask on, he's a different person. And it's. It's like you did you didn't explain it. So how is anybody gonna get it? Same thing with Waylon Mercy. He did like a quick little vignette, you know, your life will be in Waylon Mercy's hands. <laughs> you know that, but they didn't they like explain anything. The Wyatt family, you know, they had him out in the woods, like hills have eyes kind of vibe, guy with an animal mask. It's like, yo, this is this is cool. You know, nothing's really like far fetched, you know. <laughs> There's some creepy stuff out there. And it like this was really cool. You know, I, I even loved it. You know, lights the lantern just to blow it out. We're here. Like that was cool. The entrance, all that was cool. You know, 
they were heels and the crowd was behind them. <laughs> you know, like that was, I know that's par for the course these days, but yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. I I thought it was super, it wasn't, super cool. It, it, it was, a. Uh, it had more heat, more, more heat. And that's not the word. It had more push than say the brood, the brood had great entrance, great video packages, cool stuff. But once they got going, it was evident that this was just a really good tool to show who Edge and Christian were for the future. This was the, the, the Wyatt family was cool entrance, cool vignettes and absolutely fantastic, amazing athletes. Like, you know, obviously Brody Lee, for goodness sakes, man, that guy could go, you know, and like yeah. they just never unchained him. And then always losing every feud and stuff. They had all the potential, but you know, we yeah, know I mean, that story. They just, I mean, they, they, they gave him a little run, but you know, it's just, it's, it's a little difficult when you focus on one group because you can't focus on them too much. And WWE has this habit. They never did this in the past where every show you didn't see Hulk Hogan. You saw Hulk Hogan every now and again, and that made it amazing when you see him. Now they they act like they got to put this, these people on screen every week. So then when you're focusing on someone and you have them on screen every week, you have them wrestling, they have to beat somebody. And we don't have enhancement talent anymore. And if they just beat up people that don't matter to anyone, um, it, it, it doesn't it's not going to go over as well. So now you have to start to beat people. So to push them, you have to bury others. And that's what in the NWO did. And that's not good because they made it. So you had to see the NWO every week. So every week, the NWO left 15 rec- wrestlers laying in the ring and it, you can't bury everybody. So you got to have the Wyatt family show up, then not have them show up for a couple of weeks. And then yeah. when they show up, it'll be a big deal. Like the fiend. Not every week. When you go every week, now it's, oh, here, what are they going to do next? And you got to keep coming up with stuff. And then next thing you know, you got to start beating people. So for them to get big, someone else has to, has to get buried. And you, you know, that's, that's never good, but I think the brood would have been better if they have done more vampire stuff, more, maybe some, some, you know, I'm, I'm just throwing something out there. You know, the intro, the blade, the guys going through the, the 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 meat factory and there's a party and you know something like they're they're the brood they're the young guys they're the vampires they had vampire teeth and they drank blood from a goblet and spit it out on their white all you had was the going to the if all the Wyatt family had was what you saw going to the ring it wouldn't have got over it got over because of their vignettes and their vignettes weren't in the back it was actually with a setting outside uh old wooden house in the back country they didn't do that for the brood that's where sister abigail lives exactly (laughs) i'm saying but you know luke harp you know don't stray (laughs) like you know they they built the characters they didn't get meat they didn't put meat behind the brood all you had was their presentation when they walk out and that's cool but that doesn't give you deep you know who these people are doesn't they didn't put enough behind it that's why Waylon mercy didn't make it a lot of gimmicks don't make it because you just push them somebody out there without really building them up and i mean sometimes you build people up 
more than they can deliver, like Glacier. You can build and build and build. Oh my God, again, again with Glacier. Every freaking week it's with Glacier. I brought up Glacier before? I don't recall. All right. No, I'm just saying they built him and built him and built him. I need Brad back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like there's no, there's no, there's, there, there's, you can't, who could deliver? He had weeks, months of of that. You can't deliver on that. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and wrap this up with one final thing. Like I said, it's a short day in the world of the Double DQ podcast. Uh, There, W, uh, sorry. (laughs) I can't talk. Um, Where was I going with this? I don't even remember. You know what? Glacier, Glacier took me so far off guard that I can't even remember what I was going to say. Glacier wasn't that bad. No, I actually liked Glacier. That was like right at the height of my Mortal Kombat love. And I was You know like, what Glacier's problem was? It was the Glacier. NWO. <laughs> oh, okay. So so they were just the sideshow before the guys you really wanted to see. Because they never built him up. They brought they brought him out and you got Mortis and Wrath and and then and then they have to follow a super luchador show and then the NWO. And it gets to the point where it's like, look, we're not even worried about these guys. Adam Bomb's not that good. Oh my god, Adam Bomb. Hey, I like that character, but I, I was did a too. Kid. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. From Three Mile Island. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they made him wrath and, and and it was like, you know, maybe it would have been a cool there's 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 things that don't get credit. Chronic. I thought they were all call, uh, awesome tag team. I, I love that. But it was in the dying days poor booking you know what i mean but but glacier had a huge too huge of a push for a new guy that's too much can we get glacier on the podcast like probably fifty dollars wow now now he's not coming jeez (laughs) wow if if there was ever an opportunity (laughs) to ruin something in less time than it was to say it you just did it no, I mean in all oh, I don't, man. in in all honesty, I I like I from the the shoot interviews, he's a really nice guy. The character was cool. The problem was Eric Bischoff started pushing the reality-based stuff at the exact same time that they bring back basically, I'm not going to say a cartoon but a video game character. They bring him in right when they're pushing the 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 real life stuff that the reality stuff is smashing over right now. They're smashing over the big names. And it's like, who's this glacier guy? He's beating Mord- Mortis. Who's Mortis? Why do we care about Mortis? He's never beat anybody. And you, you bring him into feud with another new guy. It's just not, not smart booking. And they were guys, all good workers. If you guys can't tell, it really is a slow news week in the world of wrestling. When we've dedicated the majority of the podcast to Glacier. Hey, by the way, update Penta Oscuro versus Rush tonight added to AEW Dynamite, which starts in approximately four minutes. Biggs, thank you for being here. (laughs) Hey, it's been nice talking to you. And for all of you listening out there, we appreciate you. We hope you've had a good time and, and that you finally remember Glacier as much as I do. This is an easily digestible episode. This is a 35, 34 minute 
just chat with you guys. We would love to hear from you though. So double DQ podcast at gmail.com, double DQ podcast at gmail.com. I want to hear from you anything that you have to say, whether it is about how wrong Biggs is on most of the predictions he has. Uh, if, I'm sorry. I'm just going to leave it at that. You just just let us know. Please do. All right, guys, this has been episode 22 of the Double TQ. TQ? Double TQ? See, I go the whole podcast without screwing up, and I screw up the last sentence that I'm going to say. THQ made the wrestling games. They were good games. Awesome. I want the AEW game to come out soon. Me too. I mean, if it does, it's going to be garbage if it comes out soon. That There's no way that game is anywhere near ready. So I didn't hear something. You know, you throw someone the ropes and just go through them like a ghost. This is something we, we, we should have talked. We, we could have talked about. I'll just I'll briefly gloss over it. I was thinking about getting WWE 2K22 on PC because I wanted to stream it. But then I heard that it's hard to stream because they have a lot of copyright music and they do have a mode for streamers. So that is good. However, I also wanted it because I wanted to mod it because I know that 2K19 is heavily modded and people have made some, basically they've made an AEW game out of 2K19 to the degree of like, it looks like the AEW product. Um, Well, there's been a recent patch in 2K22 that has basically nulled and, and, and nerfed all of the modder community and um, the companies that do the modding and the people that do the modding reached out to AEW games and said, Hey, we would love to uh, just be able to do this and you guys not shut us down for it. And they responded by saying, yeah, we see you. We're cool with that. So maybe when the AEW game comes out, it'll be like super awesome on PC and modded and it will be up to date for a very long time. That's what I hope. Well, that's what I hope as well, but I'm not as optimistic as you. <laughs> well, you like Glacier, so. <laughs> hey, let me look. All right. Yes, I, I will not go back and watch his matches because I know if I go back and watch it, I'm gonna be like, this is hokey. But from what my my younger self um to drop snow just for him to come out and throw a slow sidekick. Hey, I mean, but they spend they they didn't go cheap. It's just why are you going to introduce he um the original plan, not to drag this out, but he was going to introduce a bunch of different um outworld, well not outworld, but Mortal Kombat type characters. I'm like, well then why did you switch to reality base? Having people use their real names and wear street clothes to the like <laughs> Right. And now they gotta fight a cartoon character. Come on, man. Yep, so Glacier's never coming on the podcast. Guys, thank you so much. This has been episode 22 of the Double DQ Podcast. Have a safe week. We'll be back soon. Hopefully, I'm going to try to get Brad back on here again. I liked having a third person. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you didn't hear uh, that, we, that's the previous episode, episode 21. We had uh, Brad on here with us with the build. But you guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Biggs. Thank you, everybody. Have a great, great, great week.